Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And we're going to talk some Star Wars. Hell yeah. intro please don't sue us please so we're going to talk about return of the jedi my no, favorite no we're not talking about return <laughs> of the jedi. we're going to talk about what is the name of that film again the last sith the, i knew it i knew it that's it what they should have called it it was jar jar we knew it fucking jar jar from the beginning that dickless fish th- all right <laughs> maybe not dickless you know who knows Fish balls. I don't know. Yeah, drop, drop them pants, Jar Jar. We gotta find <laughs> out. <laughs> Jar Jar kinks, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Use our feeble skills to learn much for the power of this dark side. So we we were talking. This is why we're talking about the uh, the last Jedi. A lot of people are bitching why Luke wasn't on. The planet at the end, great. But why he wasn't there? And I mean, now it's confirmed canon. Mike found out about it. Yeah, because they had the uh, what's it called, the visual dictionary, mm-hmm. and it came out like it was leaked like maybe a, like a week or so before the movie came out, and no one really paid attention to certain things because they felt like it wasn't really that important. But when it came time for the movie to come out, people were like, "Well, why the fuck would they leave Luke?" On that island planet, yeah, when he could have just been there like a badass on crate, yeah. and then you know I was just like, eh, maybe they might have explained this. I go back and I dig through this dictionary, and uh, there's like a major reason why he's not there. The fucking door to his hut was made from one of the wings of the X-wing that he dumped in the water. He literally broke it off <laughs> and used it as a door, and then. Middle of the movie, Chewie fucking bashes that shit in. So you gotta <laughs> fix the X wing, like after you fix the actual wing, you gotta <laughs> fix the wing and then apply it to an already drowned X wing. <laughs> and I heard, I read somewhere that he had burned it too. Like he burned. Yeah, the and there was an astromech that was all fucked up, and he like killed it. I guess. What? Yeah, like because every every X wing, I guess, needs a astromech true. to to some extent. And uh, or at least the it has it has that slot for it I guess but I guess he didn't use R two and used some random one left R two with Leia and then just fucking wrecked that poor droid. <laughs> uh, but that's crazy. But yeah, I mean a lot of people just weren't aware of that visual dictionary, so that it's quick to be like he should have been on crate. I just think it would have been cool if he fucking. Did like a force freeze on the ATAT shots and like annihilated them. Oh, I know that, that would have been the ultimate move. Like, if if they would have went that route with him actually going, but I thought the movie was great all in all. 
I did. I thought it was pretty cool. I literally could have done, and I love the guy who plays Finn. I freaking love. I him. love him. And I actually, I didn't hate Rose's character either. I mean, she was she was cool. I mean, I love the actress too. She's gorgeous. But the fact is, you know, like that that whole storyline was just. I don't know. It, it kind of felt like it, it. It didn't feel like it was fulfilling anything. It didn't seem like it was part of the movie. Either. No, it, it it really felt like a side story. Yeah. It, I mean, I guess there are parts of the original trilogy that feel like that too. Like when Han and them get stuck in the fucking worm's mouth in the in the asteroid, it's kind of like, I mean, I mean, they were hiding from the Empire, but it's like, it's not much different than Finn and Rose going to this planet to get intel on the Empire. So it's like, you know, the plot leads to it happening, but it's just so empty. Like it doesn't do anything. I think the only thing I could possibly say it does is introduce them children yeah. of the Force. Those those force brats. Yeah, the the slaves, the, the force brats. That's what they are. The <laughs> little devil children. Yeah, playing with toys. They should be working. Some poor guys trying to get. Fucking his, this man's just trying to get. He's <laughs> trying to make a living. These little <laughs> brat kids. It's well, just do. Like, minimum just wage in the in the get in the galactic. You know. Horrifying. Treatment. It's it's all fucked up. You just can't get good help. You I mean, can't you can't steal good help. Dudes are barely making ten thousand credits a year. Like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought it was I thought it was really good apart from that. The Canto bite shit was just dry. It was I don't know, yeah, it's it's kind of pulled me out of the movie cuz you have like you know, you have this you're you're building and you're building and you're building this, this is the tension, the tension of them being chased. It was really cool. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just like, when the ship's going to go off? That's uh, like, really? You know, there's not like a swarm of tie fighters out there like well, they didn't give a f- Fuck. They were like, hey, uh, you know, we got like 12 Star Destroyers. We're just going to chase them. And then weird. eventually they're going to run out of fuel and we're going to get their ass. And I don't get like, why didn't they, they didn't just jump a Star Destroyer in front of them? And see, that's the problem I have with every Star Wars movie. Because there's always that moment where the Empire could have easily did one thing and just fucked the Resistance or the Rebellion exactly. up. And you're like, why didn't they do this? I mean, I just don't get why they... I mean, the, I don't know, are interdictor cruisers not canon? The ones that, that, that project gravity well, so things people... You know, I don't think they are canon. Not yet. Because uh, um, they were in the, the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, I think that, I think as of right now, they are not canon. Uh, Thrawn is such a major part of Rebels right now, though, so that could become canon in like the next couple... Uh, and, the, and the interdictor cruisers, in case anybody's wondering, are those, they look like Star Destroyers, but instead of like guns all over, they have four giant bubbles... Uh, like 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 the ion cannon from uh, Empire Strikes Back, cut in half, and these big mm-hmm. big domes on the ship, and they project gravity, uh, basically make it look like the equivalent of like a planet. So like if you if you're in hyperspace, and you're traveling faster than the light, and there's a big mass in front of you, where it shouldn't be, you immediately get dropped out of hyperspace. Yep. Like like you're gonna hit it or something like that. But because there's nothing to hit, you just drop out. You know that's how they trap. Uh, they would like stage. You know, they, they basically would prevent you from, like, the Rebels from escaping. Because that's what the Rebels used to do. They would right. hit and run, hit and run, hit and run. But if they can't run, they're definitely going to fight. If right. they, and if they have to fight, like you saw in An Empire Strikes Back, if they have to fight the Imperial War Machine, they're going to get their asses kicked. You know, I mean, they put up a good fight, but realistically, the Empire simply has overwhelming numbers. You know. And it's the introductory cruisers, I thought were kind of neat. I thought they were cool in concept, and I... I like that idea of hyperspace does not equal invincibility. Mm-hmm. Like you're just, you're just, I thought that was you're good. good. And I'm glad that they followed up on the Rogue One um, hyperspace tracking nod. Uh, yes, yes, that yes. they actually made that a thing. That yeah. that little nod was fantastic. 
Um, but what do you think about Snoke? I mean, I mean, not, I'm not just saying his death. I'm saying like from from beginning of the movie until his death, dude. He was freaking. It was like I was. He was underwhelming. Under- I think he was overwhelming until his death. Well, I don't know. I mean, he was really good. He's really good at oration. And he did have a skin problem, but that could have been fixed. You know, yeah. A little, a little bit of, like, little makeup and oh my cover up. You know. <laughs> and, uh, it was, you know, he could have met the right girl and been a happy guy. But he was just, he dwelled on the past too much. The supreme leader is wise, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I don't know, I just, I mean, his death was cool. Don't get me wrong. I loved the, but it was the way so that he fell off that chair. Yeah, that was, was he just face planted. I was like, holy sticking shit. Out like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like the backstory to him, I guess he's part of like a different race, and they're like yeah navigators or something like that. And the, the I reason, still think he's Plagueis. Well, the reason long head ass. <laughs> I swear. Head. Well, the reason they said that the um, uh, I read that like he he wasn't a Sith. So mm-hmm. The Sith are officially dead, unless something else. Yeah, happens. in concept, Sith, Sith are, they're, dead. They're, they're dead. It's just yeah. darkness. Yeah. So you've got him, and he's like. He, the reason that he was able to, you know, rescue a lot of the Empire and stuff like that, and and basically basically bring them all together, is because he knew routes through hyperspace that nobody else knew. Right. And he was able to guide the Imperial fleets and like stuff, and like, get them all together and get them all together and combine them in an area of space, I guess, in the unknown regions where you mm-hmm. couldn't normally travel because it right. was mapped. Yeah, or something like that. Which is that's because that's where he was hiding out. Was like, yeah. and that's the thing I get beyond. that like if the Astromex. You know, the navigation computers, if they don't know, um, like, what's in an area, they're not going to make you, you're not going to be able to make the jump to light speed. Right, because you don't areas. know where you're going. Yeah, you make it right into a star or into a planet right. or something. So, you know, you'd have to explore those regions first by making little jumps, little jumps, little jumps, mm-hmm. little jumps into the regions. You know, so rather than do that, he just skirted them all. Right. Because his race apparently knows, like, like, like I don't know, it's, it's, really, his, his race is like a navigator race. Like, they can navigate areas of space other races can't. Right. It's kind of funky. I, I think it's kind of cool, though. You I know. thought he was fantastic up until his death. And I liked his death. I thought his death was cool. Um, I mean, sure, it, it eliminates a certain part of the plot, but I thought his death was cool. But seeing him in that first moment when Hux totally fails him and the Dreadnought blows up... And he shows up as a hologram and just yanks Hux to the ground from however far he is. That's really cool. I, was, I seen that shit and I literally was so erect. Instantly. Massive. <laughs> 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 I'm in the back of the theater like, oh, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> just turn, just turn it at the oh, like, oh. <laughs> That's a horrible but like, And then, uh, I mean... The the massive display of power of just doing that, just tossing somebody to the ground like it isn't shit, like literally just ragdolled his ass to the ground from however far. All he had to do was see him via hologram, and he knew, like, I'm a Yankee ass. Mm-hmm. And then just the mastery of, like, that whole mind-reading shit to totally just torture the shit out of Ray. They made that shit look so clean, so cool. Like that was amazing, yeah. Um, yeah, I th- I think he's you know I'm I've seen a lot of theories on Snoke too of what what's to come. I don't think he's truly dead. Mm, um, I don't know. Much much like 
I don't believe Darth Plagueis actually died. I think it was all a ruse. I think... The problem, um, the problem is, though, the Emperor was so... Well, the Emperor blocked people from sensing him, too. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, the, the Emperor reigned for so long that he had complete control over all these governments and stuff. If Plagueis was going to make his move at any point in time, it would have been when the Empire was at its peak and everybody was under their thumb. You know what I mean? Don't you think? But I think it makes more sense that after faking your death, you disappear and you're like, well, his hubris is going to get him killed because he thinks he's the shit. Then, you know, 20, 30 years later, or well, no, actually, by the time he was dead, you're looking at 40 years, 40, 50 years. And um, by then, Vader tosses him down the fucking shaft, Death Star blows up, he gets word that Empire's done, Rebels are in their little mode thinking they won, shit's good, and then he's like, well, time to strike. But he didn't, though, right? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though, like, yeah. because it hasn't been revealed. But there's too many things in place that point to him being somewhat of affiliation to someone at least as powerful as Plagueis was. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Somebody, I mean, I know he was in the outer reaches, the outer outer rim, mm-hmm. the unknown regions, you know, whatever. Like studying the Force, I mean, you don't. The thing is, with 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 dark Jedi or light Jedi, whatever, you don't just become good at the Force and master all these. No, things. you have to like meditate on shit. You yeah. have to really do your homework. Exactly. Like, well, yeah, I mean, he had to have some. At somewhere, he either found a, a storehouse of, of dark side knowledge or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the Sith, you know, were really powerful throughout the galaxy for a very mm-hmm. long time. And they spread out everywhere. So there's a possibility he found like a storehouse of Sith knowledge and chose not to follow the Sith religious aspect of it, yeah. just the power of the or force aspect of it. Did you uh, did you hear about that whole um, theory of him being the prime Jedi? What? In Luke's uh, island, when he takes Rey up to that um, the platform that he died on. When, like when he sits there and then she calls out to the darkness or whatever and she just accepts it whatever all that shit and then he's freaking out and then he tells her he's like I, I wasn't scared of this shit back when uh, when it happened with Ben but now that it's happening with you I'm scared as hell like behind him there was that like uh, it was like an emblem on the ground with like a, a small layer of water on it and yeah. on that emblem it's literally like a yin yang uh, symbol with a, a Jedi like in Indian crouching position with a like a lightsaber in, in his hands and um, it's like black on one side white on one side with a black circle on one side and then a white circle on the other and I thought it was really interesting that they had that symbol the character that's in that almost exactly resembles Snoke and then in that scene before he dies, when he's talking to Ray, he says something along the lines of um, powerful dark and powerful light to meet it. And then he does that like clap thing in the middle. And it's insane because the way he placed his hands was almost like that he went right to the black circle and the white circle on each side of that emblem. And then he said powerful light to meet it, like right dead center where it splits. Like... Oh, the movie just drives me insane with theories. Um, oh, yeah, that is a similar. I just looked it up on my handy. It's fucking crazy, ain't it? 
Like the light and dark side of the force all together. Uh-huh. A little title. Interesting. And that was one of the things he directly said to Ray in the movie. Like powerful dark meeting powerful light. Like undeniable. And when I, when I seen that and after I went back and seen that emblem, I was like, holy shit. Like, I mean, I don't really think that he's the prime Jedi necessarily, but do I think that he follows somebody from his race that was the prime Jedi? Possibly. Hmm. But, no, I think he was great, and I think he's still alive in some capacity, because they haven't touched on Force ghosts or any type of afterlife for Sith yet. At least with that, but, but and I thought it was because they just they weren't able to discover that. Like the according to canon, it's canon now, right? That Yoda visited the there was like the four sisters or whatever that planted the center of the galaxy. Yeah, and there's like the cosmic force. Well, he's visited the, the wills. He's visited all kinds of places yeah. in search of enlightenment. And the thing is, is like so they taught Qui Gon Jinn mm-hmm. for how to. Uh, to to basically preserve his essence and yeah he was the first canon but he but he didn't complete the training so he wasn't able to project himself but he was still a consciousness you know well he did project himself in Clone Wars to Yoda he was the very first projected Force Ghost wait really yep oh yep it was like maybe three quarters into Clone Wars he uh, I think Yoda went to Dagobah um, for the first time Hmm. and when he was there the Force essence was so powerful. That Qui-Gon manifested in front of him as a force ghost, the very first one, and was telling him, you should you should definitely come here. Like, if you're ever going to have to escape for whatever reason, yeah. like, this is the place. And Qui-Gon's basically the reason Yoda decides Dagobah. That's interesting. Um, it was so cool. Oh, man, I love Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone- I have not watched a lot of Clone Wars. I did watch where, um, I, what's, the, what's Anakin's apprentice's name? Ahsoka. Ahsoka confronts yep. Vader and finds out it's Anakin. And, uh, yeah, it's and um, face and Rebels. Yeah, his, yeah. his mask is sliced halfway off, and you can see you can see That's his eye underneath, and it's Anakin. That's crazy shit. I need to catch up on Rebels. They're on the last half of season four now, which is final season. So what? But yeah, I mean, I think the the animation bothers me. Is it's not really. It's drawing. not like Clone Wars. It's not drawing. It's uh, it's it's slightly off from Clone Wars. It's weird. <laughs> it's um, like watching. I don't know. I'm I'm old school. I loved Clone Wars because it was like almost always movie quality animation. Yeah. But Rebels seems like it's slightly off. Maybe it's sloppy. Like, and I don't know if it's sloppy. It just doesn't look as clean, like polished. There was none of that in uh, Last Jedi. Man, every bit of CGI in that was like perfection. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely Oh, my God. Perfect. The only thing I'd say didn't have absolute perfection was maybe the five years. The, the horse things. The, uh, that, oh, those, that, yeah. that was the only thing I'd say didn't have flawless uh, CGI. But, like, even in them scenes on the, the ship, Snoke's ship, when Finn and, um, like, when the ship gets blown up, Partially, yeah, yeah, and like you see Finn fighting Phasma. If you look in the background, you see like five or so uh, stormtroopers trying to fight BB-8, who's in an AT-ST, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can see the whole shit play out while you're like I like I've seen the movie three times now. Yeah. My my first time and second time, I just paid attention to Finn and Phasma. Oh yeah. Third time, I was staring so heavy at the background of every scene, 
to see what I can like notice. Yeah. And you just see BB-8 just like looking around like poof, poof, and just like so annihilating cool. stormtroopers. It's so fucking cool. But it's wicked awesome. <sighs> now, what do you think about the Haldo situation? <laughs> no, it should have been Leia. I'm sorry. They're gonna. I mean, they they're gonna have to do something. They can't. It it would be disrespectful at this point in time, I think, to have Carrie Fisher act in the next movie as a freaking CJ character. I think the only way it's acceptable is if they start the movie with a funeral. Yeah, I mean, like they could. She should have been the one to do that. She should have been the one to you sacrifice mean, like, herself. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's just like I mean, they, realistically, that's what Leia should have done. Like she, you know. Well, see, if, at first I was on the train of. Um, like, I mean, of course, after she died, and we knew that she yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first train of thought is, they're going to kill her in Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. She's, she's got to die. Then I watched The Last Jedi, and then, the, like, the second scene you see her in, she fucking flies out the 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 uh, bridge. She's with totally, Akbar, by the way, who also with died. With Akbar, totally it's, it's, fucking it's dead. It's glossed over. Akbar was on the bridge with yeah. her. I noticed it immediately. When she said Akbar, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I know. I think it was General Dodonna was on the bridge. Like, all these alliance... Yeah, like literally major all the leaders, people. All the leaders of the alliance, for the most part, blown out into space and killed. But um, then she does Mary Poppins. She's like, <laughs> I love that though. Like a lot of people were like, oh, she's force flying. That's not a power. She's not force flying, dude. She's no. grabbing and pulling. It's, yeah, and you're in space. You're weightless. Right. So yeah, it, it literally doesn't mean anything. Like I thought that was cool. Did you like, Did you notice the foreshadowing in that scene though? Ooh. When she's flying in, she force grabs the door, but she's pulling herself in. And as she's coming through the bridge, her body literally flies right through the hologram of Snoke's ship, right where Haldo crashed through it. Oh, I did like, not. It's, it's just a, a hologram that stayed up because of electrical circuits yeah, running, yeah, yeah. running rampant. Yeah. And she literally glides right through the spot that Haldo crashes through later in the movie. That's and when I see that I was like, oh. <laughs> but I was on, yeah, I was on that train where I thought she was going to die. But, I mean, once. Like once I see it, it's like, damn, like, they had three, four chances to kill her off in this movie, and they didn't do it. Yeah. Now I kind of feel bad if they do kill her off in the next one. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with it, that character. I mean, they can't... There's, there's so many options, you know, as far as that goes. They could just have her retire. They could just have yeah. her be a you know, resistance, like... You know. I think it depends on how long of a time gap they give the two... Mo- the Like, this movie and the next one. That's true. They might... Because if it's, like, a five-year gap, like it was with Empire and yeah. Return, uh, well, it could... I mean... The thing, think about it this way. The longer gap they leave... They can't leave too much of a gap. Yeah. But the longer gap they leave, leaves them open to do more standalone movies in that period. Yeah. So you could still have... Use the First Order as, as a main bad guy... Then have rebel factions from other other time, you know, areas. or even have like independent people like uh, what's his name, Benicio, uh, the the hacker dude. Oh yeah, have like but, side stories based on independent people that don't really care about yeah, what's yeah. going on with the war. They just fight in their independent battles, and mm-hmm. like, um, no, I think uh, I, I, I think those kids could lead into a great story, but. I would much rather go back to like a old Republic era with Me too. movies. I think it'd be kind of fun. I mean, you have to be careful doing it, but I mean, with, when this when the the Skywalker saga part of it is done, yeah, like I'm all about some Exar Kun or some freaking right. old school stuff, like where you've got like. 
twenty thousand Jedi and twenty thousand Sith. Like, that's why I loved Attack you know. of the Clones so much because you see fucking fifty to hundred Jedi on screen at once. That's what I wanted yeah. from like Star Wars. When I seen four through six as a kid, and then I seen one, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. We're back to the Jedi shit, and this is awesome." And then Attack of the Clones came out, and I see a hundred of them, and they all got different colored lightsabers. I'm like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. But like, and then a bunch of them got killed by random blaster fire yeah. by droids. And I'm like, there was really? there was so many droids oh, though. It's oh like God. you couldn't even be mad. I mean, Order sixty six was like twelve troopers that that smoked them all. Like, yeah, that was kind of especially but, if they weren't expecting it. You know? Yeah, but uh, no, like I think um, I think. Old Republic would be a perfect era to go back to because you have so much lore that isn't currently canon that could easily be brought into canon and could be changed if it ever was bad at a point. Yeah, you would do. We would require minimal writing, right? Minimal production. You know, like you could just. Discuss. I mean, you just proofread shit at that point. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if Disney was smart, they'd do it because it would save them a bunch of money and make them even more. I mean, realistically, people are gonna go are gonna go see Star Wars films no matter, no matter what. what, but there will yeah. be a limit. That people reach if they do a shitty like, if they do a shitty Star Wars film that just it ignores a bunch of stuff and just you know basically just it'll turn him. that one billion into five hundred million uh-huh. and then that five hundred million into a hundred thousand. Exactly, like, they have to be careful with it. Cause yeah, can, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, they can't. I mean, Rogue One could have gone a really shitty direction. I thought it was they great. Saved it. Oh, I loved Rogue. I see a lot of people hating on it now that Last Jedi's out, and I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, it's just you know, a lot of it I think is sour grapes too. Because yeah, well, Last Jedi, there's a lot of stuff that pissed people off, and instead of like accepting, like, well, this is just a the direction they're going with the storyline. They're like, well, they're like, well, it, my theory was wrong. Fuck my you. theory was wrong. Yeah, they didn't. My character didn't. You know, I like this character best. He should. Why wasn't this. Ray's parents Luke and? And and Mara Jade. Maybe because Mara Jade's not canon, bro. Maybe because it's tough to explain that Mara Jade was there at Jabba's palace. Like, people forget so much shit. Like, Mara Jade was supposed to be, like, everywhere in Return of the Jedi. But you don't have a redhead in that movie. You can't conclude, You can't include somebody that just wasn't there. Like, with Rebels, they brought back uh, Captain Rex, the clone uh, captain... Um, from the Clone Wars era that wiped his brain before Order 66, so he didn't get that trigger. So he shows up in Rebels again, old man, bald, white beard, and then they confirm that they based his old man concept on a on an old character, Rebel, from Episode 6 on Endor. And so, like, they make <laughs> Rex... That dude. So it's confirmed in there now. Oh, but you so can't weird. do that with yeah. Lara Jade, because there is no redhead. Exactly. There was only two women in the galaxy. It was Mon Mothma and Leia. Yeah, but, basically, yeah. I mean, seriously. And, I mean, you can even watch Family Guy, and they poke fun of that shit when they did that Star Wars episode. Oh, yeah. They go to talk to Mon Mothma, and they're like, they're like, hey, what's up? You're the only other woman in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, what, I mean, what did you think about the whole... Uh, anti-feminist crap that those people... I thought it was bullshit, because there's only, only, what, four women characters in this movie that are prevalent. Um, Well, not not counting Billy Lord, because I thought she was great. The fact that they gave her as big a role as she had in this one was a blessing. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, But Hall, though, I I understood her purpose, because a lot of people don't realize the purpose of this movie was... Or not the purpose, but the theme of this movie was balance. You got the good, the bad, the light, the dark, yeah. the 
the the cocky asshole that wants to do what he wants to do, and then the chick that's got a plan that won't tell the cocky asshole because yeah. he doesn't deserve to know. Exactly. And you have this whole movie, and like John Williams is a fucking genius. Oh yeah. Because like the whole movie leading up to her actual plan being realized, her music is dark. It's like fuck you type music. Oh yeah, it's true. So it's like you're you're hearing this soundtrack behind her being sneaky. And you're like, who is this bitch? I don't trust this bitch. She's never been on TV before. Exactly. She's yeah, she's a, like, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, bitch. we don't know who she is. Like, know. I like Poe. Fuck this. And then, like, at the end of it, you're like, ah, maybe Poe's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who but, might be force sensitive? I, I mean, think he is. I think he is, much like Han. Dude, his oh man, this this Han theory is crazy. Okay, give our give our fans the, uh, the, the your Han theory here. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think Han is force sensitive. For a multitude of reasons. Um, but I think Ben sensed it in episode four when he's when Han goes to say, you know, it's I'm all about luck. I don't believe in this space magic bullshit and whatever. And then Ben's like, it's always more than luck. And I think in that moment, Ben sensed it that he's not just lucky. And like there's a lot of moments where it's, he pulls off some impossible bullshit. Yeah, well, like, like the asteroid belt thing. The asteroid like belt. Twisting obnoxious. and turning, you know, like inches away from getting killed. And um, stuff. Episode 6. The dude is fucking blind, hanging from Chewie, and he shoots <laughs> a dude. Like, yeah. That is some four shit. That is literally what Luke did when he had the lightsaber he practicing. Might be, he might be like, like what they used to call them, failed Jedi, where they're like people that are force sensitive but just aren't. I think he Quite denies it. To it. Yeah, I think he's in total denial because he because he denies it in himself. He he's never gonna. It's like when, like like Luke shutting himself off from the yeah. force. Like you know, you, you can do that subconsciously, just make you know, yep. I'm not gonna use the force. I don't believe in the force. It's stupid. All that. Right. You know, that could be it. He you know. I think that's exactly what it is. And I, whereas and it, it makes sense that Ben would be so powerful if both of his parents were strong, force sensitive. I mean, Leia is already super strong, according to canon. Yeah, like her midichlorian counts through the fucking roof. Well, then you get Poe, who's like, who's the way he flies and everything. That's that's beyond just a regular pilot's abilities. Like, exactly. I mean, that type, like the type of that turns. maneuver that he pulled when he did the fucking circle around, came back and killed the two uh, Tie Fighters. It's pretty crazy shit. Like most most people would pass out. I mean, who he knows? pulled some Luke shit. I mean, seriously, he, did. he really did trench run shit. That was so cool. And it was insane. So I'm, I'm convinced he's got he's a force sensitive and just doesn't realize it. And that's where they a have, lot of people in Star Wars are. Well, they have, but they didn't like introduce that he hadn't met an actual force user besides Leia. And then uh, he sees Luke, but that's about it. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if Leia just wasn't trained enough in the force to be able to tell he was force sensitive. Th- yeah, she couldn't like, sense him. I, I know she knew she was force sensitive because, like, I mean, you can't have telepathy and not know that you're force sensitive, and you can't not be. Like, you can't be Darth Vader's daughter and Luke Skywalker's sister and not know that you got some ability to do the shit. But, like, I have a feeling like she just wanted to hold off as much as she could from even being a part of that. Yeah. Because she knew her role was so important. Like, yeah, cause you could lose yourself in the Force, I'm sure. Oh, like, yeah. Look, that's what happened to, like, you know... Some of the people there was there was a comic book or a, or a book out a while ago where, like I think it was it was they, they talked about how Ben Kenobi like meditated so much on the Force and he you know Yoda meditated so much on the Force that after a while they became it wasn't even necessarily that they were not 
combative anymore. Like they didn't want to fight. It wasn't that they were trying to lay down their arms. They literally just stopped caring about other right. other creatures except for the forest and themselves. Right. And and you get they, absorbed. You, well, yeah, you become so in tune to the forest, you lose yourself in it. So you stop. You know, if your friends die, oh well, it's it's the will of the forest. You don't right. care anymore, right? Because you're so like it's absorbed in it. That's a, yeah, that's how Yoda was a lot of the time. Honestly, I mean, he was just like, ah, fuck it. If it happens, it happens. Exactly, and I think that's it's interesting. That's that started happening to Luke a little bit, but at that point, though, Luke was too was just you know he was torn. disconnected. He was totally yeah. like ruined. I mean, like bad. poor Wormy. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Poor Wormy. And the thing about like the the difference between Luke and Ben going into hiding and whatever. Yeah. Is Ben had a purpose going into hiding? True. Like protect Luke. He has yeah. to protect something. Yeah. Luke only has Ben, and he totally fucking fails him. Like as a as a master as an uncle, he's just like, fuck. This is the temptation that like, this is gonna be it. Like he's he's about to kill everybody. Yeah. And then he's just like, ah, shit. Do I do it? Do I do it? And then he fucking, you know, the second he ignited that lightsaber, it was over. Yeah, and that's that's a weird thing. Like you know, you don't just send the kid back to his parents and say, hey, he's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Like it's like in that moment, it's either do or die. You know, it's a total instinct moment. And I think that's why it was so good. Like, a lot of people hate on that shit. Like, why would he... Why all of a sudden, like, would he turn on his his nephew? Like, dude was so patient with his father. Because it's his fucking father. Well, well that's like, the thing, this but, is his nephew. Yeah, and, I mean, think about like, this way, though. He didn't know his dad at all. He grew up with his nephew. Plus, he probably felt karma coming back for fucking 30 years. I like, think... there was nothing but Jedi. No Sith in the galaxy. He knows what balance is, so he knows there has to be a Sith coming. I have a feeling we're we're gonna get, or we, we deserve to get, obviously, a book detailing what happened between those, in those years after Return of the Jedi. Oh, you know? I didn't even tell you. They, they kind of made Revan canon. What? They finally decided to touch on Revan somewhat. Darth Revan. Just do a quick Google right now of Jedi Crusader. That's all you have to Google. What? Is and, that a porn film? Just a and Jedi <laughs> it's going to be a sweet porn film. It's going to have the Moss Eisley Cantina theme. And it's going to have that Jedi big Crusader. titty bitch that was dancing in Jabba's Palace. But, uh, so the group of Jedi. That followed Revan, right? The Revan kissed. I should say something along that line. Where a group of Jedi, Luke Skywalker, had a pennant from Jedi Crusader, which contained a broken Sith kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. And Last Jedi, you can see it for like a split second amongst his collectibles in his hut. What? Yep. And it's got a Sith crystal, but it's marked as a recovered Jedi Crusader pendant. So, and because it was a faction founded by Darth Revan. That's interesting. And it's a Sith crystal. So it's not like a Jedi Crusader would regularly have it. But Revan, who became a Sith and was a Sith in like earlier times, like... It would make sense for him as a Jedi Crusader to have that. Hmm. So they finally brought that in. Yeah, they have a lot of options. I mean, they, they can do just about anything they want. The only thing that pisses me off that they can't do is, I mean, the Timothy Zahn novels aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. Timothy Zahn? Is that his name right? I don't know. That guy. Whatever. You know, the Dark Empire trilogy. It, it's not a. They're not. A, it's not a perfect trilogy, but it's right. really freaking good. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got stories like, uh, with the Truce of Bakura. That takes place immediately after Return of the Jedi. So Luke right. is like, he's he's like weak. He's, he has the shakes and stuff, and he's damn, you know, like and like a little ways into the book, they, he gets finally goes to a doctor because he passes out, and they find out he's got, you know, all sorts of problems with the bones in his body because he was been exposed to electricity. 
Right. He's basically he was force shock constantly. Yeah, shocking. for like a full minute of Vader trying to decide. Yeah, exactly. So right. you know, most likely that's probably what happened. You know, right. and then that at least according to the book, it's always oh, the force lightning. You know, but that book again introduced a bunch of weird stuff. You have like this was it Cyruk? You know, these the creatures that the lizard people that basically like, would capture people. Mm-hmm. And in suck their essences out of their body and put them into droids and that's make so them do funny. their work. That's fucking. That's some fucking stuff. That's terrible. But I mean, just, I mean, some of those books don't make a lot of sense. No, see, like, because I I do like some EU stuff, some yeah. legend stuff, but like, it's there's there's really good stories and then there's really bad. stories. There are some really horrible stories. I mean, some of the storylines too got just got weird. I mean, they killed off Chewie in some of those books. That, and on. that one pissed me off. Yeah, I, I, mean, I never more, even read, it, I read up on it. Like, because at first I just read it. I'm like, what a dumbass idea. And then I actually read up on it, and it's like, you know, they went there, and then they went to save Anakin, the youngest son, or yeah. some shit. And then fucking Chewie's like, hey, you guys can go. I'm gonna stay here, sacrifice myself. And then fucking Moon crashes into the planet and kills him. And really, like, they drop a moon on. And the then moon. Han is like, fuck you, Anakin, for like months. And it's like, why? <laughs> it's, I think that guy, the writer, just wanted to be the guy that killed off Chewie. Yeah, like, he wanted, like to, he wanted that credit to make his, to his mark. Name. You know, it's like, well, I can't kill anybody major, major, but I can kill him. And then, you know, right. I, and I didn't like, honestly, like, I appreciate the Thrawn, the Thrawn stories and whatever, but, yeah. but the clone story was just terrible to me, The where Luke has a fucking DNA clone of himself. Oh, uh, Luke. I mean, it, Luke. I mean, it leads to a lot of Mara Jade action and shit, but, like, why the fuck is Luke <laughs> Why would they clone him? Yeah, I mean, Cyboth would just clone Why not himself. just clone Vader? It, with a human, a full human body. Why, <laughs> like, yeah. at that point, give Anakin his full body? That's crazy. I know. Well, the Emperor had all these contingencies and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. isn't it that the invasion of Naboo is, like, canon now, too? Or like They just included it in Battlefront, um, the new one. Yeah. And they included it in a book um, where Leia was defending. Yeah. Um, and I think she meets somebody really important there. I wonder if they, I don't, they never flat out say anything in these new movies if, if they know who their mother was at all. Whose mother? Leia and Luke. Oh, Luke knows. Luke? Really? Um, Luke knows about Padme. Really? Yeah, he studied it. Um, I forget what they confirmed that in, but they confirmed that Luke knew. Mm. And they also confirmed, I think they confirmed during the invasion of Naboo that, uh, um, or at least in new canon, they confirmed that uh, Leia knows about Padme being her real mom. Because um, she said something about my mother. Uh, she said something along the lines of my mother set up a massive, um, basically like an EMP wave. It's like an ion pulse, like centering around the palace. So that uh, Imperials are all coming in with their ships. And she detonates a mass ion pulse, and it just wipes out all their tech and crashes them all. Huh. Like, but yeah, the the current canon on it is, like, really interesting as far as them knowing their parents. Because I think Luke, like, had some kind of conversation or something with somebody, and then he, like, meditated on it and seen his... He's seen, like, in a vision or something. Anakin and Padme, I guess. But... I really, uh, I'm really feeling the way they're changing canon 
in certain aspects. Like, there are certain things where I wish, like, eh, maybe not. I'm still waiting on them to give the definite confirmation that Boba's still alive. Because I know it's canon that he escaped and whatever, technically, and, you know, there's deleted scenes and this and that, and you can say it in this novel, but you never show him again. Show him again. Like... Well, it says that... It says Bail Organa, who is also aware of their parentage, recorded a private holotape of him spilling the beans for Leia oh, to have when she was older. Bail. Before he died, it was discovered post uh, Return of the Jedi. And yeah. somebody says, is that canon? They go, yes. It's this... Um, what should we call it? So Bail told, told Leia. Interesting. That's, that's cool. Hmm. Did you hear... Uh, did you hear Ryan defended Luke's force power at the end really how did he do that though um all right so well he's you know he had a lot of people tweeting him and saying you fucking ruined star wars and this and that just a bunch of salty bitches. yeah that, that happens all the time but man. uh they were like how are you gonna have luke come in as a fucking hologram or how are you gonna have luke come in as a fucking hyper realistic force ghost that's <laughs> a bullshit power if i ever heard of one and then like he literally tweets like an eyes emoji yeah. And then he tweets, like, a picture of his bookshelf. And then, like, he goes over to it. And he pulls this book. Uh, it's called the... I think it's, like, the Book of the Jedi or the Path of the Jedi or something. And uh, it's from... It was originally from, like, 2010. Then they re-edited it in 2011. And then once the canon changed, they re-edited it and released it in 2014. So they edited this book three times. Yeah. So he took it. And he, like, literally just flips open to one of the later pages, and it's a power in this in this book. Like, the book just lays out the path to being the god Jedi, basically. Like, it's just, like, all the powers you can learn, all, yeah. the, all the meditations that are important, all this, like, just a bunch of important Jedi shit. Yeah. And one of the, the main power definitions that's laid out is the doppelganger, which is literally the ability um, to project... Uh, yourself, objects, um, or just about anything you you have seen, can perceive, anything. You can project it anywhere you want, but you have to, like, you have to have extreme mastery of the light side of the force. Like, you have to be a superior master to even be doing this. Um, and it takes a tremendous amount of energy. And, uh, so, I mean, theoretically, if you were strong enough... You could just project a fucking army of rebels, and it's they would true. be like, "Holy shit, it's a fucking army!" And then they'd back off, like because they wouldn't have a clue. Um, it's true. It's really true. But he was like, "That's exactly what I had Luke do. I am just as much a fan as the next guy." Yeah. But I dig deep when I want to find something new. So he digs back into some shit that people were like, "Ah, that's not canon. That book came out originally before the Disney deal, whatever." And he's like, "Ah, fuck it. That's canon." I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then he does it, and people are like, he's a hologram. No, he's not. He's a fucking doppelganger. It's a power that only masters can do. Like, this shows how strong Luke really is. Like, he wanted yeah. that oh, tremendous yeah. display of power. The dude projected himself across multiple star systems and fucking, like, told his nephew, you're a little bitch boy. Like, I'm going to see you around. And the interesting thing, I guess, is Kylo was... So pissed off, and he's so disrupted in his brain. He didn't even stop to reach out, and either either Luke was able to project 
his essence there, like that was him, so Kylo could sense that that was him. Yeah. Or Kylo was so fucked up, he couldn't even bother to check and see if that was really Luke well, or lot, not. Like, yeah. to reach out with the Force well, and see if I mean, was see, there. That's the thing. A lot of people didn't even notice on first viewing. Um, they revealed it before they even technically revealed it. Yeah. That he wasn't there. Yeah, his foot wasn't leaving marks in the yeah, yeah, he totally slid his foot across the same way Kylo did, and not a single red mark was made. Yeah, that's interesting. And it was so cool. That was a really that was a really cool uh, ending to that uh, film. I thought it was pretty cool. I they, thought the cinematography of it was oh, incredible. It was really, really nice. Oh, it was beautiful. Love that movie. I love that movie, I, too. I mean, if I were to honestly rank it, I'd probably put it in top three episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, mean, I mean, just off of mythology of it, the the impact that it's gonna make. I mean, the amount of shit they packed into it too. Was I'd amazing, probably, I know? mean, realistically, my ranking would probably go six and five, and then Last Jedi. Because I, I mean, I'm on and off with five. Like it's either yeah. I like it or I'm kind of like eh about it. Like it's it's a love hate movie. For I me. love Empire Strikes Back. It does drag a little bit in the some spots. But that's why part, that's why it's on and off. It's either I really love it or I really fucking am tired of this <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> but it is a great movie. Um, I loved it. Last Jedi was great. Last Jedi was good. That's our review. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had to record this. We had to get it off our chest. Had to do it. It's been Things a, we, thought we, we took a little break. Had to come back with some, some hard hitting hard hitting content. Hard hitting journalism. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.